Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. Uh, my name is Jordan. I am one of your hosts. With me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Blake. Hey, it's me. Everybody's favorite. I'm ah. the funny one. <laughs> I'm the other one. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> you're the, you're the, the one that just passed his oral exams. Hey. Woohoo! Celebrating by drinking while recording the podcast. Mm, 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 you do mm. that every week, don't you? Uh, most weeks. Beer. Drinking yeah. more. <laughs> yes. Get fucked up. More Ruin than I normally would. With your drunkenness. <laughs> yeah. The uh, it'll be maybe a very different like tone of uh, input on these games that I'm able to give. It's gonna be much more. I feel yeah, like I'd be more, more friendly well the more informed. I drink. <laughs> I don't. I don't oh, get fighting drunk. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, this little fun sneak peek for the people at home. Jordan doesn't really show drunkenness that much. <laughs> he's he was he's always that dude uh, at a party who you're like he just walks up to you and he's like I am very drunk and you're like are you fool me? <laughs> it's like you seem pretty oppression uh, of the whole situation. Like are you sure? <laughs> You seem pretty lucid here, pal. Yeah, what happens is I just, uh, I don't show it at all, even though I feel it. And then all of a sudden, just instantly, at some point in the night, I just get sleepy as hell. I'm just like going, going, going. Okay, I'm passing out now. Yep. So uh, that's why uh, you'll hear in about uh, 35 minutes, if we make it that far, Jordan's <laughs> going to pass out and then I'll just <laughs> the be me. The podcast will just cut out. Blake will just be like... Jordan? Well, Jordan? I might just do a I might just do an ASMR type thing, you know? It's kind of a <laughs> fun little, softly. little yeah. change of pace, just a little bit of coming over here and coming over here and Oof, oof, yeah, keep going. Don't stop. <laughs> All right, let's talk about a damn video <laughs> game. Uh yeah, so this week we're we're talking about a we're actually going to a new platform for a game. We're uh this game is from Newgrounds. It's a browser to go forward, game. We have to go back in Newgrounds, yeah, back in time. Uh, to well, apparently not back in time. It's been here the whole time. I had no idea, but yeah, you know, know famed uh, hosting site of browser games, Newgrounds, um, has still been here all along. Apparently, some people have been making interesting browser games. Yeah, uh, just waiting to be played. And one such game is called Handulum Plus. Uh, it's like a portmanteau of hand and. Uh, pendulum. Um, it's a oh, game. Spoil the surprise. Am I right? <laughs> is that the su- the surprise that is revealed in the first one Whoa. second of gameplay? <laughs> I I didn't know. <laughs> um, this is a game that's by Newgrounds user Wombat Stuff. Um, they don't have any uh, like. They don't have their actual name listed there. So. They have a Twitter account, Wombat though. Stuffed. Uh, yeah, at Wombat Stuff on Twitter. Stuffed Wombat is their screen name. And they also have a uh, they have a page called StuffedWomb.at. Nice. Gotta love a good URL. Yeah, and it does say, actually on their website, it does say their name is Josh. So, shout out to Josh. Aha. Uh, Shouts out, Josh. <laughs> Josh. Um, this game... Uh, Angelum is it's a pretty simple core mechanic but basically there's a little blue ball and your goal is to get it from one end of the map to another two-dimensional map um, and you do so by clicking uh, 
at a, a spot on the map that will create an anchor point between your cursor and the the ball, and then it'll start swinging uh, like a pendulum, anchored to the point that you clicked. And then you can let go, and the ball will maintain its momentum and keep flying. And if you click again, it will lose any momentum it had and start swinging from that anchor point, that you, the new one that you've created. Um, uh, so simple in mechanics. I don't know if my explanation was quite so simple. That might be hard to visualize. But yeah, basically, like a- you're just placing a pendulum point uh, for it to swing around and try to like creatively place it in spots so that you can swing it from one point of the the match yeah so maybe just uh for example to try and give people a general idea so like uh you're looking at the ball kind of it's it's all pretty abstract it's just a little circle right but uh, for the physics of the game you're looking at it from the side so if i when i click to start the game going the ball is dropping straight down and if i put the ball over to the right or not the bite the ball the cursor over to the right of the ball uh, as the ball drops, if I click, then it'll draw a line between the cursor and the ball and the ball will catch on and sort of like pivot around and swing. Uh, it'll swing to the l- right from the left to the right. Yeah, yeah. From the left to the right when my cursor is on the right of it. And if I were to do the left, then it'd swing to the left. Um, yes. And you can also the, the, the thing it's actually pretty important at first. It seems not important. Uh, because it doesn't seem like something you would actually use, but um, it is important that uh, <clears throat> no matter where the uh, the the ball is with relation to the cursor, it'll always draw a rigid body, like a, a stick. It's this isn't a string. At first, it kind of seems like you're draw you're making a, a string that's a connection to tether the the oh, ball to saying. your cursor. Yeah, it matters, but that it's, it's not. A perfectly it's perfectly straight. Yeah, it's a rigid stick, and it's exactly. Uh, the distance that your ball is from the cursor uh, when you click. So it can have sort of a weird behavior. And there's a weird reason why all of this is important. Uh, Or I guess it's not... There's a weird reason why I took specific note of it. Um, Okay. (laughs) But anyway, the levels sort of play out uh, in that you have to get the ball... Uh, you basically have to have it pass through a little plane, like a finish line. Yes. Uh, so in some levels, um, you're having to uh, swing past obstacles that are are moving back and forth. Yeah. In other levels, you're just trying to Get figure to like out... Get a small space or something. Yeah, or you're just trying to figure out how the hell to like get the enough speed to launch the ball uh, to yes. one place or another. Yeah, so um, for example, there's a whole section where the the main trick is how to get the the ball to go up from its starting point, which is tricky because um, the, I mean, the ball is subject to gravity. It falls down naturally. That's why it swings from your pendulum point. And so this took me a long time to figure out um, maybe too long. I'm not sure if it was like a, uh, just a tricky thing to figure out or if I just am an unintuitive thinker of how pendulums work. But you, if you put your, cursor at a point that is below where the ball currently is uh, you can cause it to gain enough momentum that you can get a net increase like net going up uh, oh really that's that's not how i was getting momentum really but how also, are you doing it then i also got the feeling that my way of gaining mom- upward momentum was just bad uh 
Okay, what was that, it? It might have been your way. Might have been what I was doing originally. Let's. I was just getting the ball or the cursor basically like perpendicular. Yes, that's what I was doing originally. And then it would swing, and then I would swap to the other side, and so I just like kind of build these little swoopies of going back and forth. It was kind of tedious. Yes, no, that um, is. So what I figured there I, was a better way to do it, but I wait. Did you uh, complete the game? Worked. Oh yeah. Oh, and you completed the up sections with that. Yeah. Oh man, it is so much faster. Like the up. So I feel like doing it that way, you probably All had right, to. Now like, I have to pull up the fucking game. Thanks, cl- Jordan. You probably had to click like ten times. Oh, more than ten. Okay. Oh, we're talking. Yeah, because some dozens, the, the first up level, uh, you could do it in like two with my way. So so what? Are, oh, what? So so what are you describing? So, Damn it. so I see. I knew this was going to happen, <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't care. This is fine. Well, this so is my I, way. Yeah, I. I was doing it your way at first, and I was like, "This is so hard to do. Um, this it's so hard to get it a like to gain any height at all doing it that way." But if you have the, if you put your cursor at a point that is below where the ball is, below and to the right or to the oh, left, oh shit! Then yeah, the the amount that'll swing around is so is much, way more. So that oh, you know what? So earlier I was being kind of like cagey about why it's important that it draws a rigid stick and doesn't make a string that is the length of your thing and oh. this is exactly why because in real physics this right. does not what 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 we're describing is not would not work well unless it was the pendulum was attached by a stick right like a yeah metal i guess rod. true i guess that's true yeah um right most people imagine when they imagine a swinging ball they imagine like the little newton balls that are like on the end of a string. Yeah. And, and obviously and I think it I, wouldn't work at any point above, above one like horizontal. If it were a yeah. string that wouldn't work at all. I see your point. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing pulling it taut. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. Uh, so it's, it's, and that's, that's one way that this game is like a little bit unintuitive is that it's kind of like, uh, it's, I guess for me, my brain instantly is thinking of this as a string and even a pendulum i think of as a string not as a uh, rigid stick with a weight on the end right mm. so i guess maybe that was the a sticking point for only i guess it's mostly for these puzzles that we were describing where you're trying to get the to vertical the ball to move, yeah because many yeah, of them you don't need straight to do upward yeah um but in in I guess it just ended up with some like kind of unintuitive results. Sometimes like you can kind of trick the ball into changing direction really fast by like, uh, you know, uh, reattaching when the ball is like perpendicular, you can, I don't know, you can, you can kind of do some weird stuff that, uh, intuitively doesn't feel right. Yeah. Well, the, the biggest one that like intuitively, uh, is an important tactic but it it like sort of flaunts your internal sense of physics is whenever Uh you click a new connection the ball loses all its momentum and it Mm -hmm. it does a new swing based on wherever you've you've clicked it um and i i spent the when in my perpendicular phase when i was trying to just move the cursor left and right in order to gain height i thought that Mm -hmm. i could like depending on how much speed it had like i needed to Form the new one at a point that it it had the most speed possible in its swing. No, uh, and I spent yeah. the longest time thinking that that mattered before realizing, oh, it doesn't. Yeah, and that's 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 kind of the same thing I'm talking about, where it's just like 
a few things work just differently to where it's like not as intuitive as you might think. Yeah. But I think the game still uh, utilizes the way its physics do work to to, uh, to a fun and uh, challenging degree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this I game liked- is way easier now that I know how to do it. Like yeah, all these levels, so I remember being easier, yeah. being hard. I'm like, oh wow, this is like. Well, I'm not even talking about the thing. You're, I'm just doing like the first few levels, and I remember them taking like multiple points. But turns out, I got better at this game as I played it. Who would have thought? Yeah, one of the things that I find, I mean, it's one of those games definitely where it's like you're you have to learn. I need to stop playing. This you do have to kind of like relearn how motion works in order to play the game. But sure. um, but once you do, you start like, uh, you know, to everything but the thing that they say in portal now you're thinking with portals like you do kind of sure. reach a point where it's like now you're thinking with pendulums you're like okay i have to do it this way and yeah, so like you're f- you're you're meeting the games on its terms of like physics and uh you know i guess mostly just physics uh <laughs> and understanding those rather than uh like i don't know how you imagined you how what you imagined you knew about physics before <laughs> yes exactly um yeah, and I, I also did have an experience of replaying some of the first levels. And, like, the first time I played level one, sort of, like, intuitively, uh, you you just put your mouse where you want to go, which obviously yeah. does not do, doesn't no. really work. You have to put your mouse above and to the right of, like, where you want to go. Um, sure. So I did, I did like that effect a lot. And I will say that, uh, so the very, um, I actually didn't quite finish the game. There's, like, I forget oh, how many... Really? how many levels there are but there's and like you had the you knew how to make it go go up good right but and the last i got to the it. like the final level three levels to? and the end uh, oh and i, really? I didn't do those Those levels. were the ones that stopped you i thought the ones before that like the the group before that was harder well i think that's part of why i didn't have the motivation to i was just i felt so beat by finishing those ones that i was like oh man I like oh. I died a couple times on the next one. I was just like, oh. see, after that, I was like, I, I did this. I can do anything. You can do anything. <laughs> well, maybe that's, that reflects a difference in our personalities or something. Yeah, <laughs> I do hard Jordan's things. Like, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I finished the hard thing. Now I'm done. Now doing I'm done anything. doing hard things. And I'm like, I finished the hard thing. Now no one can kill me. me now I am immortal. I'm a god. I um, cannot be stopped. But that prompted me to watch, I wanted to watch someone beat it so I could see how it ended. So I just watched, there's some, there's actually a surprising number of people who have done a playthrough of this game on YouTube. Um, huh. But uh, the the people that are really good at it, it, it just looks really cool. They just have a, they oh, have I'm a, sure a it's sort of like, smooth. yeah, it's so smooth. Um, there's, there's one walkthrough video where they do the entire game in three minutes and it's just like, wow, it just looks so perfect. It's just like, um, and there's something yeah, really was, satisfying about like they just it's obvious that this person I, it might even have been the creator I'm not sure but they, <laughs> they have a, an intimate understanding of like where on the level you need to click to make yes. the ball like fit perfectly through each like gap and it just yeah. is like yeah like, I got, the, I, I got the sense while playing this game that they're like I, I was almost surprised that there's not um, I feel like a lot of sort of puzzle games like this, like I, I was thinking most of like cut the rope because obviously there are a lot of uh, parallels between like balls and ropes and physics um, where uh, you do the solution a certain way to get more points. And mm. I, I, I was almost surprised that there's not like a, a, a click optimization, uh, like, you know, get three stars. If you do it in X amount of clicks, get two stars. If you do it in oh, you know, yeah, that amount that plus whatever, 
right? Like it, it almost feels like it could could have had that. Um, honestly, I think it might have held the game back a little bit. I think part of the fun of it was like experimenting with uh, yeah. clicks, and also some of the levels I beat by doing kind of like cheesy things that were kind of fun. Like what? Like do you, so there's one level where the ball is falling down, and there's like stuff passing back and forth, but uh, basically you're just trying to control the ball if, as it falls down. I and think I found, like the, the level itself is moving. Yeah. Well, the ball is moving within the level. The level itself never. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are like the aspects of the level that are moving back and forth, trying to crush you basically. Yeah. Um, and, uh, right. so your instinct is to kind of like click above it and kind of like keep it on a little string. But I, for some reason I found it easier to, uh, be having the, my cursor below the ball and like, just like rapidly spamming it as it's like trying to tip over. Cause it, I don't know. It was for some reason that worked really well for me. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, I did. I did find when I was like, um, struggling and experimenting with different ways to do it, that, um, it, you could get some, uh, mileage out of really short, uh, pendulums, like just like, um, yeah, and you, like doing doing weird shit, like having the the cursor directly below the ball and just yeah. like moving it slightly to either side. You can kind of like push it around in weird ways, and you can kind of I don't yeah. know. It's um, see, you got so close to discovering the way to build momentum. You were already putting your mouse and below honestly, the ball. That's the key. I kind of I kind of half figured it out, which was that uh, putting a perpendicular. I probably was accidentally putting it a little bit below the ball, and that's how yeah. I was actually gaining height. But it was such a small amount yeah. that I was like, "Oh, perpendicular is it?" And I was still like, not totally, hadn't totally wrapped my head around uh, how like momentum was being transferred, if it was at all. So I was still yeah. kind of uh, even coming into recording this. I was still kind of under the impression that uh, momentum was preserved in some way, just in a way that was kind of wonky, but. Uh, I mean, looking at it now that you've uh, yeah, eliminated it. The only way that it's pre- preserved is in the sense that like your uh, like stored kinetic or gravitational potential energy is <laughs> you, you have your relative. It's height. always there. Going back to third grade physics. <laughs> I, I don't know about third grade. That might be like fifth grade. Okay. Whatever grade I learned about this gravitation. This is hard. Children are very stupid. <laughs> That's true. I don't. I don't remember when I learned that term, gravitational potential energy. Because you were so stupid then, you no. didn't even know what it meant. I remember it. I'm so I remember smart. it too. <laughs> I remember and like I remember the the rubber bands and shit. All, all the elastic potential uh, energy yeah, and all yeah. that. Oof. Wow. Yeah, I remember thinking the concept of like potential energy was really like counterintuitive because the way that they always phrase it, at least, was like that the energy is in. Just yeah, like the words they use, like the energy is inside you if you're standing on the edge of a cliff or something like that. And says so I'm the like energy, a, a kid who's like watched a lot of fantasy shows and stuff. I'm like imagining yeah. that I'm like there's like Super Saiyan power inside of me. And yeah, like, you're like, like what, I am Goku. Like what does that mean? Like guy <laughs> just have energy when I'm standing Wait, on the edge of my inside house. the computer <laughs> inside the me. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> now that you're uh, third grade, reminiscing Jordan's. Uh, elementary school physics yeah um i'm trying to think of what else i wanted to cover with this game i, I will say it's okay it needs some damn music man oh yeah it's, yeah you didn't like the just little noise every time you die well it's it's not even that i don't like that noise it's just that 
I need something else. I ended up putting on music because it was just like, uh, it gets a little mind numbing when you're just sitting there. But I, I guess the counterpoint to my own point that I will bring up is that something I really love about this game is it is 100% a programmer game. This is a game uh, that a guy who knows how to write a damn code <laughs> made. He doesn't know shit about art. He can, he can, if, if the only other person credited is uh, the guy who made the colors. <laughs> the person who did the coloring. <laughs> so it's like, I listen, man, I don't know what colors look good. I can make a ball and I can draw a weird level and it can be like a black screen and I can put a trail renderer behind the ball. So it looks kind of nice. And you know what? I respect the hell out of that because <laughs> as a person who has no art abilities, but uh, you know, programming abilities and the desire to make games, you know, I respect the hustle. I respect the hustle and just like, listen, man, it's all abstract. It's just shapes and colors, but it feels physics, good. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, it is physics. The The visual element is purely there to communicate the physics to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, there's a purity to that, that I, yeah. you know, I appreciate. Yeah, it is. I do. I, yeah, I like the, it, it, it almost like, I mean, I think you you are right that it is like a this person is primarily a designer and programmer, but um, mm. I do feel like it it sort of like helps you focus in on like you know like you're only thinking about the sure. the motion, right? Yeah. yeah, there's nothing else there. You just got to think about balls and sticks, man, <laughs> swinging around gravity. Um, what were some of the what were some other levels that you found either especially hard or especially interesting? Oh, I'm trying to think about the, there was one that was a real bastard. It was one in that second to last group that was just like, fuck you, man. Was the second to last group the one, that's the one where the like, uh, the like whole world seemed like it was moving. Yeah, it was the one with with all the motion because those felt just like. I mean, I think a little bit of luck went into me finishing at least. Yeah, exactly. Like the execution on them uh, was like tough enough that it's oh i need to stop i'm trying to figure out the level so i'm like playing them uh but that's a <laughs> split attention game and trying to talk about it at the same time turns out pretty bad idea uh but yeah pretty some hard. of the ones where it's just like multiple parts are moving so it's like oh i swung through this part and then now what and uh that was uh just really it, because it was execution as well as uh just like knowing what to do yeah um and those are those are you know this is a hard time. Yeah, I will say uh, that the video of someone beating those levels looks really. really yeah, I'm good. sure it's just incredibly like first satisfying. Click just whoosh, gets through that little gap. Yeah, um, that and that's actually one of the like one of the levels where this game was really clicking for me is uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it was basically um, it's like a U shape. So you start on the left side, and there's a big. Yes, uh, I remember this one. And, and then you have to go way up, up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was trying to figure out how to do it. And in that moment, you have to, um, it was, I don't know why this is something that I didn't think about, but you have to click off of the actual zone that is the level because the level. Oh, that's the first like, time you did that? Yeah. Well, oh. it's the first time I noticed that I did it. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. Specifically, right? And it's probably the first time I did it because I simply because I hadn't had to before. Um, and so uh, I guess if it's not clear, so the there each level has bounds. So it's within, it's all walled off. So if you hit the edge of the wall, you fail and you have to restart. Um, but the the game exists. There are parts of the game beyond the 
the the bounds of the of each level but it's just blackness back there and so you can click to set your anchor point on right. in the black area. So you have to set it in the, so I described, so the level is in, a, in the shape of a U and you have to click basically in the center of the U. Yes. Uh, that's where you have to set your pivot point in order to swing up. And that was a, that was a nice moment of like, aha, I have to, I can click outside the bounds. And in fact, we'll have to, to finish yeah. the game. Yeah. I, I distinctly remembering that one as well, because there were a lot of them where it was like, it, I could see that there was a way to do it in one one pivot but i didn't like i wasn't like i'm not gonna try that but this one I, did i actually do this one in one pivot i'm not sure if i actually did the whole thing in one pivot but it was just like mm -hmm. there was something really neat about just like sticking it right in the middle and it just swinging right along watching the, it go right through that um yeah yeah i did like that uh like that a lot as well I, I that was actually a moment though when i remember thinking um do you remember that game we played last year for the podcast where you play as like a little imp shooting these like fireballs. It's another sort of physics yeah, puzzle yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. So I distinctly what remember that game there called? being Magic a Magic Escape or something like that. I don't remember what it was called. I think it, it was did by a group of name. German students. But Magic the, Sabotage. Boom. Magic Sabotage. Nice. Nice. Um, the there was I distinctly remember there being a level where you had to kind of like thread the needle in that way, where like you had to mm. shoot your thing through a really small spot, and the sure. the we were pretty sure that the designers had like put a um, like uh, detail, like decor. It was like background decoration in a really uh, conspicuous uh, spot a to spot prompt to like, you here. to try clicking there because that was the right spot. And so it was like a, a sort of like nudge that like, ah, you're, you're trying the right thing uh, sure. click here. That was a level where I sort of like, um, the U level in this game was a level where mm -hmm. I was like, I would have liked there being some sort of, uh, if not a literal like thing prompting you where to click, then at least mm -hmm. some like visual interest in the blackness. So it was mm -hmm. easier to know where I clicked last time. Like, okay, I clicked oh, here. I should try clicking sure. a little to the left. I should try clicking a little bit below that because it was yeah. like, I don't, I don't even remember where I clicked exactly at, unless I literally don't move my mouse between yeah it's it's one of those things of like uh you know like those tanks kind of games where you like aim a tank and set the power and shoot right. and try and hit stuff and whether or not it gives you the line of where you aimed the previous time uh oh, is always yeah. like it's a it's a design consideration of like do we have this and it makes it easier or do we not have it and that's an aspect to the game um so it's it's interesting yeah i guess that is a question not like, to have it yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying that the that would be the right way, but it does. That is an an interesting way that the decision to have abstract background versus not actually affects the way that the game is like experienced and played. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I wanted to talk about something that you asked me about while you were playing, mm. which is uh, if there's a way to stop the camera from following the, <laughs> or I guess I you just asked me if uh, in the later levels if the camera has to follow the ball. Right, uh, and so just to explain what I was talking about, in the early levels when you can see the whole the whole map in one screen, the camera is fixed, right? It doesn't. Yep. It just doesn't move, um, and then later on, it starts having you play in bigger maps, uh, and so you mm -hmm. can't see the so the camera will have to move in order for you to, be able to beat the level, and so it fixes yep. the camera to the ball, um, and that that really creates a different experience because you're used to the camera not moving, and then suddenly it's 
while you're swinging on your pendulum, it's like the camera's swinging yeah, back yeah. and forth. It's a sensation that's definitely hard to get used to, especially when you've just been playing like half the game trained to like not expect that. But I'm curious why you like, is there a specific reason you objected to it other than it was different and it was hard to get used to? You had to relearn or um, the specific reason was that I had gotten used to uh, when I was like trying to find when I was like testing, trying to find the right spot to put my mouse, uh, yeah. not moving my mouse in between deaths. Oh, uh, okay. Literally keeping my mouse in the same spot. And suddenly yeah. it was impossible to do that because, uh, because but here's my the thing. Here's but the also, thing the- but another thing it also, I had just gotten used to being able to hold down the mouse. Um, I guess you could still do that. Well, I don't know. It just felt like it was harder for me to place my next mouse intentionally when mm. my camera was swinging yeah. back and forth. Yeah. So it, it's, it's kind of interesting. And I think the, the camera F, I, I'm, a, I'm of two minds about it. I think uh, having bigger levels that uh, required you to like fall for a long time and have like these really big swings uh, makes it a little bit more exciting. And yeah, no, I definitely like a little bit. I did like but, the expansion of size. But when I when I first saw the camera, I was like, oh, man, this guy needs to, you know, do a little bit of camera programming. Let this let this uh, ball let the camera follow along a little bit instead of being glued to it. But uh, I walked back my own self criticism or my that criticism later because uh, necessarily in order to sort of maintain consistency, it's actually pretty important that the uh, where your cursor is with respect to the ball on the screen is oh, consistent. Right. Uh, because since the camera is like literally locked exactly on the ball rather than following shortly behind or rather being like a frame in the center where the ball can move within, then you, you, you can have sort of a different version of the thing you're describing where, okay, if I click with this spot with respect to the ball, this is how then I get this result out and I can use that. And that's how I ended up, um, like getting better at doing, uh, like moving upward was just like focusing on the ball as if like rather than focusing on the level and watching the ball fall through it like focusing on the ball and watching the level move around it and like clicking like within that space to sort of use that to navigate which was a little bit easier so i was kind of like oh okay i see i see you yeah that does make sense because the part the yeah the the fact that the main the way you interact with the game is dependent on mouse location makes it so the placement of the camera is is not just a matter of like uh interface like yeah or aesthetic yeah it's not just aesthetic or like user uh like user experience it's literally like how how the game will interpret your inputs yeah that's interesting i didn't think of that that's a good point I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something that it's like he had to try uh, different oh, things. Oh, absolutely. Because like, I would have mm, had to try it. Because yeah. I would have been like, okay, here we go. We're going to, you know, I'm not I'm not in game dev one. So I uh, I put a little <laughs> bit of fancy camera. Because like back in game dev one, it's just like, all right, I lock this, uh, the camera to the X and Y position of the thing and we're done. Uh, but then you, you know, you get a little more experience. It's like, no, nah, you know, give it. It's pretty easy to take a camera that is just like glued to something and looks really stiff and do like a tiny amount of 
camera controller code to make it like look a little bit more smooth. Like a follow camera is a surprisingly uh, effective thing, which is basically that it just lags behind a little bit. So oh, whenever yeah. whenever the camera isn't centered on the uh, on whatever you're trying to focus on, um, rather than just snapping to it, uh, kind of like follow along and move a certain amount every frame to kind of like drag along behind. And that's like the simplest way to make your camera go from looking like really stiff and rigid to like um, way smoother. Yeah. Uh, or the, 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 the like Pokemon thing of it follows you until you he- reach a certain like oh hit bar. the edge or something sure yeah 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 wait so you're telling uh, me that you never reached full master camera programming level of what was the lego thing you were telling me about the other day oh the, no man that shit is crazy in the, in the, new, the, in the new lego games it's that? like it's like it goes from being single screen to split screen yeah during it's gameplay. fucking wild I, we're, we're talking about this because <laughs> well, i don't know why we're talking about the lego games but uh this is going to be, this is not going to play at all, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so, you know, the Lego, the, the, the Lego star Wars style games, you know, you've got a few characters running around. It's like usually a fixed camera, like up in some area in the map and it kind of like points around and then it cuts kind of like a resident evil style camera where it's yeah. in a one spot and it kind of aims around at you. Uh, but in the more modern ones, uh, it used to be a pain in the ass when you were a kid because, uh, like, if I'm playing with my cousin and I'm over on the left of the screen and my cousins run over to the right, then suddenly the camera pulls way back, but then you get stuck because you can't get off of the camera. So it basically puts like a bounding box of like, here's what the camera can see. And so then you get like stuck on geometry between like the geometry of the level and like the bounding box of the camera. Yeah. So the other person has to move back in order to get you like, yeah. But now they have this crazy shit where you start on the same camera using a shared camera. But if you get to a point where one person would pull away, it splits diagonally the screen into two cameras and then suddenly you've got two cameras. it like just like a line shoots between them and it like splits apart and it'll follow them around but if you come back together like the line and the other crazy thing is the line is not always diagonal like it moves around based on where the two people are with really it's fucking wild it's It's crazy crazy. i know it's It's amazing it's like one of those things where you like try to um like just imagine what sorts of like problem solving had to go in to make that sure i can't even imagine it's just like hard to even imagine yeah and maybe and honestly like i I never took linear algebra maybe it's actually like some pretty easy 3d math but my inclination would be to believe that it's like uh, was at least pretty tricky did you watch video of that to actually like no i didn't uh you should it's hog wild crazy (laughs) yeah it's it's nuts and it's like it's got it so good these days yeah, I know. Kids, kids these days get everything. You know? they don't even have to learn gotta, how to yell at each other and figure out how to cooperate when they're playing co-op games. Yeah, spoiled. You know, it's bullshit. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's a little that's a little tangent for you, a little fun segue <laughs> on camera programming video games. about the Lego Lego uh, Lego games and their <laughs> sweet camera. Shouts out any developers of uh, that have worked on the camera code for uh, the Lego, Lego games. games. You, Respect. You're a hero. You're amazing. Yeah, you did it. I'm proud of you. Um, other stuff about Handulum? Uh, no, that's um, that's all I had. I guess just the last thing, I just want to like reiterate that it's cool that Newgrounds is still out there. making People are making games there. We should Maybe we'll have to make some more uh, excursions into Newgrounds for 
uh, edge yeah, guard maybe. Combat, uh, content. Yeah. I, I actually, I should have, I shouldn't have prompted you. I still had one other thing. Oh, oh. which is kind of self-indulgent and silly, but indulge um, please. So, uh, I wanted to talk about like the swinging mechanic and how it works. Uh, because I have made a game with a similar swinging mechanic, my like first game pretty much. Oh, um, I remember that. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's interesting seeing someone else, uh, having run into the same problems and like designing around them, I guess, because so my game was kind of a similar thing, but rather than well, it was. It had a similar grappling mechanic. We called it grappling. But yours was top uh, down, so there wasn't gravity. It was top down, yeah. So it wasn't gravity. It was in space. But you started with a spaceship that was just shooting off in a direction, and then there were little points around the map that they would. It would do the exact same thing that happens here, which is whatever distance you are from uh, the the little gr- grappling point we say, okay, that's the length of the radius of the circle that we're going to whip you around in. And so that's why, I mean, that was the first thing that stuck to me is like, oh, it's, it's behaves kind of weirdly when you're like above it or something, because it almost like you click the, and it, and it pushes you like, uh, it pushes you upward almost to, so that you're swinging down. It's kind of a weird, unintuitive, uh, physics thing where it's like okay if a ball is falling down and then a point at which it was it is swinging around is below it it's it's really it looks kind of weird when you like click a point below it and then it the ball kind of has to get like pushed upward and like swing as if it's swinging a circle as it as if it was falling down but not actually it's it's hard to explain all this stuff without like being able to show you visually um (laughs) yes true but uh anyway it ended up in our game it looked really unnatural so we ended up making it so that you could only connect to these points if you were within a certain angle on either side of the ship because it was the only way to stop it from looking like a total mess uh, Mm. or just looking like really funky or having weird things where you would swing the wrong direction because intuitively you're like flying to the right and then you you know shoot a thing out to the left and for some reason you flip around and are swinging to the left um but anyway i couldn't i was a little baby and didn't know how to uh like really write physics code or anything so i couldn't figure it out and then later i was able to like figure out actually based on a blog that i found from one of the programmers on that spider-man 2 game that is the one that everyone it it would used to be the the gold standard in spider-man video game swimming or swinging web swinging uh, I found a hmm. blog post by that guy about how they did oh, the web really? swinging and I just like took it and translated it to two dimensions <laughs> and I, I just had I just had that prototype I don't know and get somewhere uh, of like here's the actual way I wanted this game to work but couldn't figure out you know during a full course load but then of course the summer right after the class ended I just like sat down and was like all right now that I just have time and don't have deadlines I'm gonna figure out how to make this happen. <laughs> nice so that was my that was my fun anecdote this game reminded me of that and i'm uh you know swinging is a is a surprisingly hard thing to program in a game because the way swinging works like if you like put in a physical angles every frame right yeah well it depends right so it's like uh yes there's like it the 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 thing is is uh the way physics or like swing physics work intuitively is not most of the time not actually going to be fun or feel intuitive to play in a game uh because mm. you want uh like consistency and there's just certain things that aren't going to 
they aren't, they aren't going to feel right. So then you end up having to like subvert an actual physics engine or like rewrite it to have this weird swinging that fits into how you as the designer want it to happen or as a player might expect it to, uh, even though it's, it's, it's weird how we as players and designers have like, uh, we're basing how we want it to work on real life physics. But if it works like real life physics, then you get weird stuff because things that can't happen in real life can happen in the game. Right. So when you, say okay here's a realistic model of physics react to a thing that couldn't happen in the real world it's going to freak out and do something that you really don't want uh and in a game where the whole thing is uh using physics to get around uh it kind of has to be predictable in a way that like a, a super realistic approach doesn't really work right yeah it's more um, yeah it is more it really is more about like predictability than like realism mm-hmm. yeah exactly so it's a i don't know it's a fun I don't know, weird like physicsy movement mechanics are like one of my favorite things uh, just because I don't know they're they're a thing that can be innately fun in a game like do you ever play that uh, tribes ascend where no. you like ski down so it's like a first person shooter it's but it, they take place on these big maps and basically uh, the main ability you can get is uh, or you have to move around they're huge maps and you're um, you can turn off friction basically so you like get on the side Uh of a hill and you turn off friction and you just start building speed like crazy and then you fly up the other side out of like a you know a half pipe type thing and then you have like a jump pack and it's like super floaty physics so you come like hauling ass down the side of a they call it skiing you come hauling ass down the side of a mountain and then you like shoot off and you're flying through the air so the whole thing with the game is you have like a lot a lot of the guns are like area of effect or something so uh, you want to be on the ground as little as possible. You want to be like sailing through the air, shooting at other guys because it's way harder to hit when you're in the air. Uh, Tribes Ascend was the name of that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was free to play. It's a fun huh. game. Fun game. Weird. Yeah. Physics, man. It's fun. Yeah, Physics be fun, but not real physics. Mostly real physics. Yeah. Real enough that it is possible to wrap your head around, but... Yeah, exactly. Like... Uh, um, portal going back to portal the ultimate yeah exactly physics puzzler yeah the gold standard in uh we made a a game about physics and shit about like one literally one physics thing and then actually actually was thinking about that also with this game uh because i was i was thinking about uh how i appreciate that it's just like a programmer ass game and the art (laughs) they don't they don't try and find a meaningful way to represent what's happening uh and i think it is one of the things that portal it kind of ruined it for so many other physics-based puzzle games is they made such a good way to explain away uh all of the uh like weird physical properties and like cool shit you can do uh in that game by being like oh it's like a weird crazy science lab and we're yeah. experimenting with weird crazy science fictional science stuff yeah uh, that makes the physics all crazy and it's like okay now any other game that does that is copying portal yeah. <laughs> and which or, is funny because it is like it, it's like the the it's it really is like just the most natural way to hand wave it right because that is like yeah that is already what you're basically doing by playing the game which yes. is fucking around with <laughs> like random technology shit uh, yeah. So just like say, there's a robot that's asking you to do that as yeah, part of a science it's, experiment. It's, 
and it's like so smartly done and like so iconic that it like uh, you'll just get uh if you if you do the same thing then you'll get put on blast it's because like my my senior capstone game was like a first person uh uh physics based puzzle game and so uh we we couldn't do a science thing and it's I, re- I remember a teacher being like well why is it all just magic like what's the reason i'm like listen man why is portal fucking science man it's like all <laughs> but yeah i mean i do i mean it is true that there are so many games that do a similar sort of like explanation for why you know the perennial puzzle game problem is why the hell am i doing this uh yeah but like have you played the talos principle it's another puzzle i game haven't but i've seen very, it yeah it's like totally similar that there's like a yeah or like the witness you're just like uh, you're on a weird like, magic puzzle island yeah <laughs> Yeah, that one's like Miss too. Uh, sure. Although yeah. the, the Miss explanation is is more that it's just like, uh, it has to find some reason why no one's here. <laughs> it's like, mm. and that's what the witness is doing too. It's just like it's abandoned. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've uh, we've gone on enough uh, self indulgent tangents. <laughs> I've talked enough about myself and my experience for one day. Um, so let's talk about what game we are going to play next week, which is a game by the title of it's a long one. So I've got to read it. <laughs> I locked myself in my room for three weeks and just looked at anime slut online. Smut. Uh, did I say slut? You did. <laughs> Damn it. Slightly. I got all the way. I got all the way to like the second to last word before I <laughs> fucked it up. Uh, anyway, this is a game by Jennifer Ray. Uh, it says it's only supposed to take five minutes, so uh, next episode might be might be a, a quick. It a might quick be a quick one. one, or we might just be really indulgent about yeah what what tangents we allow ourselves to go on. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, we're gonna play that game uh, next week. If you want to play along or play before we do, um, uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at EdgeGuardCast. We'll tweet out a link to that game uh, uh, before we release the episode on Sunday um it's a good follow it's a good time we uh we tweet out all our all our podcast stuff um so if you want updates on what's happening yeah we actually recently um we played uh cosmo d game what was it called oh um the norwood suite yeah we played the norwood suite and cosmo d the developer of that game uh was hitting us up on twitter telling us all kinds of fun little yeah explaining to us where the things we missed were so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was which is cool, man. So if you want to be a part of those conversations, yeah, sure follow you, us on uh, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter and be our friend. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and do that, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>